Bronzeville. Comics. You won the giveaway from last week. Congrats and comic fam. Enjoy your trending comics list. So many comic books be trending this week. We have an Overstreet Price Guide advisor to go through them all. We are here every week. You guys should like and subscribe to get the best trending content. Kicking off the list at number 10, we have Infinite Frontier number 6. This is the 1 in 25 Puppeteer Lee variant, going for $30 raw with a high raw sale of $50. Now, Lee Cha Quen has been on the scene for a while now. We know that they did a great variant cover for Death Metal number 6. But this awesome variant of Darkseid right out the gates brand new this week it is really a great example of their art they also have some other fantastic covers like number four of the series there's a Roy Harper variant because you know Roy Harper got resurrected with that black lantern ring also if you're a fan of their art you should check out dynamite number one and number two which has an incredible vampirella and Red Sonja variant. The cool thing about this artist is that they do all of their art, and then before they do their final pass, Puppeteer decides whether or not they polish all of it, which gives it a really gritty texture. It's very unique, and this is the first time we've talked about this artist, but probably not the last time we'll be talking about Puppeteer Lee. Utilize that code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics, for a free two-week subscription to unlock the full app in all its glory. You support the show, but also get access to a wealth of comic knowledge, get approximate suggested pricing, better your investing, your speculation, and let's take a look at number nine on the list, because Nick Spencer dropped the mic as he was departing the ASM title at the list at number nine, ASM 509, seeing $8 average sales and a high sale for a CGC 9.8 of $50. We're talking the first appearance of Gabriel and Sarah Stacy, the twin children of Gwen Stacy and Norman Osborne. A lot of members don't know that this happened because collectors and readers wish it never did. We talked about a moment in time over the last couple of weeks because of the Spider-Man trailer. Elements of the trailer seem to be rooted from this comic book run, but that series was noted as one of the worst storylines ever in comics next to this one, Sins of the Past, where they retcon Gwen Stacy stating that prior to her death in the early ASM run, she actually got with Norman Osborn and had twin children. Yeah, does that kind of feel weird? It's because it was, and we're seeing 1100% uptick in copies sold after Nick Spencer, as he was departing, did what so many people wanted, wished would happen for quite some time in a slightly convoluted way. You know, he brought in Mysterio, but he retconned it. It never happened. Amazing Spider-Man and comic fans rejoice and Russ hit him with number eight on the list. Number eight on the list, Amazing Spider-Man number 546. This was on the list last week, but now we're seeing $25 average sales, which is a $10 increase from last week, and $285 sales this week for a CGC 9.8. That's up $85. There's still a 344% increase in copies sold because we have confirmation that Feast, Mr. Negative's organization, is going to be in the next 
movie. Now, this is the second week in a row on this list, but we have talked about this book before. In addition to it being the first appearance of Mr. Negative, it's also the first appearance of the second jackpot, and we know that there's supposed to be a jackpot movie coming out. It's also a cameo appearance of the freak. There are so many great things happening. In other Spider-Man news, we had confirmation this week that Insomnia Games, who made the PlayStation version of Spider-Man, is working on a Wolverine game. This trailer gave me chills, and I am so excited because back in the day they had a Wolverine game on NES and Super NES and uh, I haven't been excited since then. Considering the popularization of Mr. Negative in those games it's only further provided confidence in this key book at the list at number 7. Champions 22, we're talking Amadeus Cho spec, we're seeing $18 average sales, a high sale for a CGC 9.8 of $190 and what's this? We got a double key the 19-year-old genius who is excited about utilizing his powers, he takes on the role of the Hulk, follows in Bruce Banner's shoes back in 2015's Totally Awesome Hulk number one. It's not until this issue of Champions where he sheds the Hulk persona and goes by codename Braun, a major moment for this character, as well as Riri Williams, who debuts her new Ironheart armor, 3.0. So yes, we have a double key. We have a major moment for this character and major spec behind who the next Hulk may be in the MCU. We have Park Seo Joon, who is slated to make an appearance in the Marvel's movie. Will he take on Braun? Will he take on Amadeus Cho? Well, that's where the spec is leaning, which is why we're seeing an uptick in copies sold of this book of a thousand percent this week. Keep an eye out for the second print variant going for $228 for a CGC 9.8. This book was largely overlooked, and considering the second print is selling for near what the first print is going for, I think there's potential in both issues. Number six on the list, Batman 112, the 1 in 25 variant. This is also new this week, and it's $30 right out of the gate. Is it because of this amazing Lucio Perillo art? It could be, but my bet is actually on the fact that it's kind of a Castlevania homage. It's not exactly a Castlevania cover, but with the text up top, the gray background, it says one player down in the corner. It feels a lot like Castlevania, which is pretty cool. So if you are a fan of Lucio Perillo's art, you should check out his Instagram because he goes through the absolute art process from beginning to end. It is really a masterclass in being a great artist. On a heartbreaking side note, my variant of this came damaged, as well as my variant of number 10, the Puppeteer Lee variant, and I have a photo of stripping the covers. So if you guys want to feel heartbroken, two of the hot titles this week I had to destroy just for damage returns. So sad. Comic fam, Lucio Padillo is one of my favorite artists to follow on Instagram. He provides amazing content. He's such a talent. There's something about watching his brush strokes. It's something that is captivating. Every time he posts, it stops me in my tracks. Also, He had a new family member introduced to the comic fam back in February. Tokyo Tokino, this cute as a button dog, has under 20 followers on Instagram. (laughs) This is Lucio Padillo and Carla Cohen's dog, comic fam. Go follow this puppy over on Instagram. Let's give them a reason to go, wait a minute, why is he getting so popular? And let's (laughs) chat about some Neil Gaiman goodness at number five. We're talking Sandman 25, seeing $30 $30 average sales and a $200 sale for a CGC 
Eight? Nope. 9.6. This is the first appearance of the dead boy detectives, Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne. Now, this is two dead boys who choose not to cross over into the afterlife and continue to be detectives. So think it's a lot like Sixth Sense meets the Hardy Boys. Comic fam, you better buckle up because the Neil Gaiman universe is expanding faster than I can even get through this damn number. Hit the subscribe button. We know that Good Omens is in their second season of production over on Amazon, alongside of Anansi Boys. We also have Netflix working on the Sandman adaptation. We have HBO Max now getting involved. Don't forget about AMC and American Gods. We know that the Doom Patrol production members are attached to the Dead Boy Detective series that's now been slated, and that they're are slating these appearances on Doom Patrol as well. So we're probably going to see a crossover event take place. The diehard collectors of the Sandman universe have known something that a lot of people are finally catching up on. This is a great read. There are so many fantastic characters that show up throughout this run, but understand that back in the day, no one was collecting these. They were reading them. They would loan copies of issue number 25 out to someone else so they'd be able to check out First Appearance of the Dead Boy Detectives. Well, finally, 30 years after all of this, the rest of the world is catching on. At the list at number four, we're talking an ultimate fantastic for issue number 21 the cameo appearance of marvel zombies in a comic for the first time seeing 25 dollars average sales a 9.6 hitting 187 dollars after what ifs episode this week featured the marvel zombies on television for the first time ever bruce banner having difficulty transform into the hulk about to go up against a dangerous ebony mall And then what's this Tony Stark comes in to save the day with fellow Avengers beating him down to the ground, but not arresting him. He starts to eat him. 329% increase in copies sold this week for a book that keeps showing up on our list. So this is not going anywhere. You need to pay attention to this book. It is very popular, but the fact that the zombies don't show up on the cover makes it easy to miss and that's why a lot of people are going to find these in cheap bins this book isn't going anywhere we've talked about this book like five times in the last couple years whether it be marvel continuity whether it be donny cates showing off that thanos or thane wielding the gauntlet surrounded by marvel zombies people love it when their marvel characters gets that kirkman vibe Just like people absolutely loved Shang-Chi. At the list at number three, we're talking Avengers number two. Number three on the list, Avengers number two from 2013. Now this book is seeing a $4 average sale and an increase in copies sold of 1,700%. It happens to be the first appearance of the Builders, which is an ancient alien race, but that doesn't seem like enough of a reason to move the needle this much. There is a brief conversation that Shang-Chi has with Tony Stark as Tony is trying to convince him that maybe we can expand his powers, maybe with some weaponry, maybe with his own tech help. And Shang-Chi says, what other weapons do you need besides these guns? He is a living weapon, and this is the closest thing we get to Shang-Chi being invited to join the Avengers. And after the movie this week, this is something all of us expect to see take place because Shang-Chi was absolutely amazing. Now, this seems like an odd book to have on the list, but understand that we know we will be seeing more of Shang-Chi in the future, and a lot of people are going to grab as many of these minor Shang-Chi keys as possible just in case something else happens in the sequel. 
But in the first movie, oh my God, number two on the list, Master of Kung Fu, number 29, the first appearance of Razor Fist. $115 average sales and $575 for a CGC 9.4. This character was fantastic in the movie. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. Oh my God. Razor Fist, known for having two arms that are swords, was played by Florin Montenu, and he absolutely killed the role. He was fun to watch. The action scenes in this movie were outstanding. And considering that this is a character that is featured in movie and in this comic for the first time, it explains the increase in copies sold of 575% this week. I want this book now because he did such a great job portraying the role. Another book that a lot of people want to have, but only have a few days left to sign up, is this trial of Magneto Raf Grissetti Wolverine variant. Comictom101.com to join the community. Get your Trial of Magneto variant, one of which is going in every single box in September. We also have a digital graphic novel going in every single box, courtesy of Scout Comics. We also have a kid's comic, a book that's okay for the whole family, an homage to Dr. Seuss, Stanley the Snowman going in one per box. And what's this? We got prints, we got back issues. We also have secret variants. It's not one per box. I waited till the last week to tell you about it. We have Firefly 25, the Sharma variant going in select boxes, as well as a Cult of Dracula issue number two, Carla Cohen cover that is glorious. Speaking of glorious, no surprise to anyone, number one on the list, special Marvel edition number 15, the first full appearance of Shang-Chi. $1.5,000 average sale and an $18,000 sale for a CGC 9.8. Over the last year, this book has gone up over $10,000. It is absolutely incredible how much love this book is finally getting. First appearance of Shang-Chi after this past movie, getting the love it deserves an increase of copies sold of 218% this week. Simu Liu absolutely killed the character. Fantastic. We also have Aquafina playing Katie. So many different breakout stars from this movie. And I was pleasantly surprised. I had high hopes going into it, but I was a little worried. You know, like, what about the acting? It seems like they can do the fighting. The fighting looked like it was going to be dynamite, which it was, but it was an fantastic adaptation of characters that were beloved as well as ones that are now going to be mainstays in the MCU at large. We knew the fight scenes were going to be well choreographed, but the acting was the thing that put this over the top for me. You have an amazing character actor who's been doing Chinese cinema for over 20 years, Tony Leung Chu Wai, who played Zhang Zhu, Shang-Chi's father. I was absolutely shocked at how great he was. But then we have brand new newcomer, Menger Shang, playing Sha Ling, who's his sister. She had never acted in a movie or television series before. She saw an open casting call, sent in her own videotape, and ended up doing a cold reading across from Simi Lu. And then she knew what the movie was. Amazing. Comic fam, I got to hear your thoughts in the comment section below about the movie. Be kind to your fellow members and don't spoil it. But if you comment, like, and subscribe, it'll answer you to win this copy of Batman Detective issue number one, the Rafka Dissetti variant, and as always. Geek responsibly. Nuff said. Comic fam, you spoke and we listened. We know that ordering comics is a drag. We know it's a pain to figure out what you want every single month. So we are now offering the Can't Miss Comics box. Comics that are picked by me, Fire Guy Ryan, Comic Tom, and we will send you new comics every month. Go check out my Patreon. Link in the bio down below and check out these two videos. 
Either one of these videos will work. Enjoy them. We made them for you. Get your comics monthly with ease and have a great week.